amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I'm a warrior. I was given this energy for a reason. Thank God I'm on the planet. All hands on deck. We need everybody awake right now. And I'm here to help inspire that the more you laugh the less time you have to whine you know to to morose and that will be what helps you heal the fastest more than anything it will supercharge any results you get from food better than any aggressive detox laugh i'm i'm retaining my semen (laughs) (laughs) oh no you didn't I think your podcast would sound so good if you called it the Chris Hall podcast. You think so? I do. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Welcome to my little underground garage pirate podcast. My name is Chris Hall, your host, and this is the place where we explore holistic living with nutrition, fitness, detoxification, spirituality, and mindfulness, among other things. But it's a place to expand and grow. Uh, I have a great guest this week, MMA fighter and all-around cool guy, John Fitch, who is getting ready to fight for a title shot at Bellator 220. On April 27th. So we get to hear from John about his mindset and preparation for this monumental fight. But first, this episode is brought to you by Purium Health Products. If you're looking for the highest quality superfoods from all organic, non-GMO, pesticide-free, chemical-free, no fillers or additives, then Purium has, has what you need from power shakes, sleep aids, weight loss, enhanced performance, super aminos. They offer 10 and 40 day cleanses and anti-inflammatory products like CBD and their product Biome Medic, which has been proven to help remove glyphosate from the body. So go to ishoppurium.com and use the discount promo code Chris Hall to receive off your first purchase, and everything comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Alright, if you're into mixed martial arts or just a fan of physical prowess and athletic achievements, then this episode is sure to arouse your interest. I got the wonderful privilege to sit down with John Fitch who is currently fighting in Bellator promotions. And you've seen him fighting in the UFC. Uh, You might have seen him in a documentary called Such Great Heights. 
and John has been in the fight game for many years with an incredible resume and when I happened to to take a chance and reach out to him on Instagram of all places about coming on the podcast he exceeded my expectations said yes and invited me to his home in San Jose to uh, sit down and record this thing uh but to be honest, I didn't I didn't expect him to see or even acknowledge my invitation. You know, since he's preparing for his fight, you know, I figured he's busy uh, doing real promotional stuff with real media outlets. But he responded to my offer and went above and beyond to accommodate me. And we talk about this, but it really is about conquering your fears and self-judgment you know taking that risk taking that shot in the dark you know throwing caution into the wind you know if i had listened to my inner dialogue of doubts and insecurities and not reached out then then none of this would have transpired and uh, i think the same is true with john and his story you know coming up and struggling to make a name for himself in the world of MMA. But it really is about taking that fear and using it as a motivation to to manifest your dreams and aspirations. So we talk about that and mental focus, uh, getting mentally prepared, creating a vision and putting forth actions that bring about a desired result. You gotta do the work. Uh, We talked briefly about his training camp and uh, what he likes to do for recovery, uh, you know, such as like cold therapy, supplements, and and what his diet is like. You know, he tried the vegan thing as an athletic enhancement, but it didn't work for him, which I hear quite a lot lately. Uh, I also asked John... If, uh, if he studies his opponents, you know, before a fight to uh, pinpoint weaknesses or holes in his game. And John shares with us about um, about being in a video game. Uh, my son and I are avid video game players, so uh, we are c- curious about that experience. And he shares with us about his newly released book called Failing Upward, Death by Ego. And John shares with us some of the mistreatment and corruption within some promoters and organizations um, regarding fighters' rights and financial freedom. Uh, We talked about weapons of choice for the zombie apocalypse and uh, some other cool stuff. John is a true gentleman and role model, and I wish him nothing but success in his fight this weekend. Bellator 220 against Rory McDonald for the title. Such an honor, such great heights. So let's get in the cage, you guys, and say hello to John Fitch. Enjoy, you guys. All right, well, I just want to say thanks for inviting me to your home. Uh, give me a few minutes of your time. I know this must be a super busy week for you, so 
it's, I guess. Uh, it. It's, you know, getting ready to ramp it's up. It's ramping up, Monday, yeah, yeah. Tuesday, because I'm home, you know, I could walk to SAP, so I don't have to travel like most other guys do. So Tuesday is usually a pack and travel day for a lot of guys, but yeah. I'm, I'm already here, so I just have to rubbish, rummage through and find find the rest of my gear, my, my, my cup and my mouthpiece. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Rory's from Canada, right? Is he Canadian? Is that where he's from? Yes. From? Yeah. He's okay. from I think it's Toronto area. Somewhere Is like it? That. Okay. You ever been up there? For I think so. I was up there uh, for a seminar years ago, and I think I, w- I was there. I went to the Jake Shields and fight, so I was there. Okay. So this this happened pretty quick. Like I just kind of sent you a message on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of wanting to get you on here for a while just to talk to you because I'm I'm a fan of yours. I've been watching you for a while and. Yeah, I'd kind of debate. I'm like, you know, because I get that story in my head. Like, I, you know, he's going to say no. He's like, what the fuck would I want to talk to you? But I just took a chance and just hit you up on Instagram. I'm like, dude, can I, you know, interview? I got a podcast. You know. No, I've been, yeah. uh, I've been doing a so lot thanks, of- So thanks, man. I appreciate inter- it. No problem. Uh, I've been doing a lot of interviews with a lot of people. So, you know, just goes to tell you, don't, don't be afraid to ask. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I'm also trying to get into the podcasting and- and whatever the space also so i think practice and just talking to a lot of people is good it's good to network and yeah, yeah. learn new technologies and new things that other people are using that i haven't seen or heard of so it's, yeah yeah, you know, yeah. So I'll just yeah cool experience yeah that's that's been one of my biggest life life lessons uh, of recent has just been getting past that initial fear mm-hmm. like i said before like to approach it's approaching anxiety <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's kind of it's kind of what it is yeah well, I mean, because it's just taking a risk, just reaching out to you. I'm like, well, he's either going to say no or he's not going to respond. Or he's like, yeah, let's, let's fucking do it. So it's just taking that risk. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short with their yep. dreams or ambitions Absolutely. is taking that step to just, oh, caution on the wind. You got nothing mm-hmm. to lose. So, you know, that's yeah. one of the big lessons. It, it I got goes on the other side, too. It's like, you know, why say no? It's one thing if I'm busy, if I just can't do right, it, right. it doesn't work out. Or, or sometimes if people come across rude or just the way they're asking is off or what their intentions are or something yeah yeah it's just i mean i don't know there's a way to approach but um yeah i mean it goes both ways and uh you know i mean getting into the space where i'm trying to do some podcasts and stuff like i want to have to be able to do that myself yeah yeah. so you know if i shut everybody down it's not you know know, yeah yeah, i'm not i'm not talking to you and then turn around and then try to get an interview with somebody else Uh, yeah 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 that's cool yeah yeah, doing this podcasting thing's been great for me. Just because if I had just reached out to you and I didn't have a podcast, I say this all the time, you'd be like, why don't you come to my house? I don't know who you are. But yeah, when you have a podcast, to, and, just and you'll and benefit, I'll benefit. Yeah, yeah. So it works out good. So. Anybody watching can benefit. Yeah, 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 for sure. So so I had sent you a photo. Did you recognize yeah. where that photo was from? Yeah, it was, did, from, did you? was it Concord mm-hmm. opening? Yes, I do remember. Yeah, that was like, I think, nine, ten years ago now. It's a while ago, yeah, when they just first opened over there. Yeah. Now, do you get paid for doing promotional stuff like that did they pay you no, or no no they're just like hey you she's like no you need to show up uh, i might have gotten 50 dollars per diem maybe now was they was dana there he was there right i can't remember i, I don't want to say chuck liddell was there too for a second Chuck might have been there chuck probably got paid though um i know brandon vera was there koshik was there there's a number of us there yeah yeah because they were just opening up but that, yeah it's one of the things that it's one of the complaints that we've had is you know, uh, Roger Herta was complaining about this back in the day a lot too. It's like they were flying them all over the place, making them do all these appearances, and like we're not getting paid. Not getting paid. Like, you know, if we were lucky, we got per diem. We got fifty dollars, or we could gas money to drive there. Um, now, is that a stipulation in your contract that you have to do promotional stuff? Is that part of it? Yeah, part, of it's yeah. part of what we have to do. So they demand us to do these things, and it's it's 
it's bullshit because we're not employees. Right. And um, like they're making money. Like they would fly somewhere to do like a Budweiser appearance at some event. And they're making, you know, fifty, hundred thousand dollars from Budweiser for the event. Right. And they're paying us $50 to be there. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, we got a free plane ticket in a hotel. But at the same time, like, we could be at home teaching private lessons or spending time with our family or, yeah. or something. But now we're flying across the country to make the company money. More money, yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it's just one of those things. We're independent contractors. It should, we should get paid for our work. Yeah. Like, I just recently just realized that you got some kind of lawsuit going against UFC about this kind of stuff. So I don't know all the details about it, but I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, we, we filed a, um, 2014, I think, filed a class action lawsuit um antitrust lawsuit and we are having evidentiary hearings start in august so it will be the experts the the economic experts on both sides their experts and our experts will uh be examined in front of the judge by the lawyers so the judge can determine who's who's full of shit who's right, who's right. telling the truth and then uh i think they're also planning on questioning joe silva okay and is that going forward? Is that you expecting changes within the well once, infrastructure uh, itself, or? Well, I mean, if 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 they uh, if we win the case, then that will force them to do business differently, because as soon as the case is over with, another group of people can file another lawsuit. So right, they, right. They can keep getting hit with these class action lawsuits, and since uh, it's you know, you know, federally legal to have a monopoly. And to do what we believe they're doing, uh, it it play it pays out treble, which means where the lawsuit's like a one point two billion dollar lawsuit, yeah. they would have to pay three times that in in damages, and the judge would decide uh, how the money split up. Lawyers would generally they take around twenty one percent for the time they put in the the money they put into it, and then the judge would decide how that money would be cut up between the fighters that fought from. 2010 up to present day. Yeah. I always wonder about that, like how fighters got paid. Do they, so you got this big fight coming up this weekend for a title shot. Do they, they cut you a check right after the fight's over? Do they give you anything yeah. in advance so you can train and, you know, the money of, goes to, uh, it's supposed to go into escrow and the, 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 um, the commission hands us the checks afterwards. We get checked by the doctors and then they hand us our checks. So that night you get paid. Yeah. Now, do they give you advance beforehand? So you can some situations you you will you can. Uh, they gave me an advance because it was a year in between my last fight, so to help me out and be able to train or whatever, I give you a pound. But I have to sign sign off saying like you know if I don't fight, if I get injured, like I owe you a fight or I got to pay the money back. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. you mean is fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, oh, I got hurt. I can't fight. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. I already you, spent it. You advanced me. What do you mean? I have to pay it back. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder too how like uh, actors got paid. Like, do they get paid after the movie comes out? Do they get paid weekly? Like, I always wonder like how that worked. I think they probably get a lump sum, and then uh, I don't know if it comes after. They have to make something as they're doing it. I would think. Right. Yeah. yeah something up front. Something after, and then they get their royalties. So they might get a twenty-five cent check every six months something or yeah. bigger money depending on how much uh the royalties are and how much it's selling yeah yeah that'd be interesting that'd be something fun i'd like to i'd like to try acting done with this yeah, yeah. People. just to try it just to see what it's like go the agina corona route yeah. some, uh... well i've done i've done reality stuff and 
it's pretty much acting right? Right. right like you're acting like yourself but like they do the same scene it'll shoot the same scene a few times like okay well, can you do that again but this time you you need to look up because you were like your yeah, back yeah. was the wrong one wrong direction yeah like i learned that i did the uh, uh mythbusters uh show and i learned from there that that's kind of how it was um because they only had one camera guy like one sound guy so like you would be ad-libbing the conversation but then they'd have to do the close shots Right, so right, right. Like, okay, so start the conversation over again. Uh-huh. Like, what? So you have to remember, like, what you just ad libbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because now they're doing a tight shot of this guy. And they're like, okay, well, now we got to get the tight shot of this guy. So you do it four times. You do the wide shot and then one in each person. It's like, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot more work than I yeah, thought. Yeah, like yeah. Way more, way more work than, you know, it's not documentary. Doc, doc, a documentary is they're just fly on the wall following you. And if it happens, it happens. If they catch it, they catch it. If they don't, they don't. Like, reality TV is not, not reality. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad acting. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I just realized I totally forgot you're on the first season of Ultimate Fighter, right? I was supposed to be. Oh, I thought you were. No, you no, I got left at the airport. Oh. I was getting ready to go uh, fly to Vegas, and they 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 called me and told me not to get on the plane. Why? Because you're just running late, or they just no, they, they make uh, the cut? No, yeah, they 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 cut two more guys, two or four more guys, right before last minute, and I was you know a day or two ahead of the other guys coming or something. So gotcha, gotcha. They just they said they reformatted the show and we don't need you any longer. I was like, what? I was like, I'm at the airport, man. Like <laughs> my bag's on the plane. I'm I quit my job. And they're like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. They didn't really say that. They don't think it's sorry at all. Mm. Oh well, okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah, so that so that picture that I had sent you, because the reason I was at the UFC gyms because I was a personal trainer at the time. Mm. So I kind of wanted to start working there as a, as a personal trainer to get my foot in the door with the UFC because I had aspirations of training fighters, be like a strength and conditioning coach or mm. something. Um, and I was taking jujitsu classes at the time uh, with the guy. He's got his own academy. He tried to get into ultimate fighter, but he just never made the cut. Mm. But um, he, he was a, um, a teacher there at the, at the UFC gym for a little bit too. Mm. Alexander Crispin. I don't know if you know who he is. He's got an academy in Pleasanton. Um, but yeah, so that's what kind of led me to go there. And I just got to give mad respect to you guys and your conditioning, your strength training, and, and just the endurance. Because I thought I was in pretty good shape before I took the jiu-jitsu class. Yeah. Three to five minutes rolling on the mat, man. I was shaking. You yeah. know, I was like very humbling. I'm like, I it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like swimming. Like, because you can stand, most people are used to walking around and being on their feet. So you can throw punches and, and stuff pretty well but like to grapple like you know you could you could do stand-up stuff for like 15 20 minutes no problem but then you know three four minutes of grappling it's a completely different story oh so yeah it's, it's, it's kind of like with swimming like you you could you could be able to run a mile or run a marathon and, and be in pretty good shape but then you got to swim a few laps and you're just like yeah done because you're using so many more muscles and <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think you're breathing it's more involved yeah, yeah, I did a triathlon once, and you know, swimming's not my strong suit. And <laughs> yeah, by the end, I was dog paddling out of the water. <laughs> yeah, swimming, swimming will definitely attack you for sure. Um, so this fight that you have coming up with Rory, um, it's going to be this Saturday. Uh, this is going to be a huge fight for you. Man, what a rookie maneuver! I didn't even turn my phone off. <laughs> uh, so this is a huge fight for you. I mean, on so many different levels, it's a title shot. Um, obviously you're not getting any younger as a fighter mm-hmm. uh, cause you're what 41 now. So it's hard to say, it's hard to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it? So uh, what does this fight mean for you as far as your, cause I've seen the word legacy getting thrown around. 
Um, I mean, this is a defining fight for you, no? I think it's a great opportunity to add to my legacy, but I think uh, my legacy is great as it is. Like, you know, I don't want to sound ungrateful in any way, but, like, yeah, yeah. I had a great run. My life's been awesome, uh, you know, through all the trials and tribulations. I'm still here. I'm still going. I've got goals and things for the future outside of the fight game. Um, you know, life's good. I just This is just a great opportunity to do something awesome. And uh, I'm going to make the most of it. But, you know, it's not going to make or break my – it's not like, oh, I lose a fight and everything's – it was That's trash. It, yeah, everything's yeah. trash. Yeah. I want to waste. No, it's like this is, this is like just bonus, bonus time. Yeah. But how do you deal with the, the added pressure of going into a fight that potentially could be a game changer? Do you, how, do you, how do you deal with your anxiety or – uh, I mean, well, with dealing with anxiety, I think visualization is one of the best things. Yeah, you I was going to say, yeah. You know, putting yourself uh, in the position and, and, and walking yourself through all the details of it repetitively, uh, not just the good things, but go through the bad things. Um, you know, the van's late, you show up late to the arena, uh, you know, things like that. That could fuck you all up, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like when I fought uh, Superstitious, my last yeah. WSOF or PFL fight, um, we showed up and we were supposed to fight, you know, after the race. Well, it rained and they canceled the race. So like, all right, well, we're doing it now. <laughs> so like, they're like, we got 15 minutes to get ready and get the first fight going. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to have like two hours before the first fight started. So we're like, okay. And then uh, I actually, I gave a little pep talk in the tent, in our tent. I was like, come on, guys, we're professionals. We've done this before. Let's go. Let's get it done. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like, you know, you have to kind of get those things sorted so that if something does come up like you know your body has the same uh, your your neurons like fire the same whether you're you're in deep imagery or actually doing it so if you can imagine the situations uh you, you get comfortable with them they get they get to be like old news that's so, not a surprise yeah. yeah it's not a surprise and then and the anxiety stems mostly from the unknown so if, if you kind of know it already and your body's already felt it yeah, yeah, you're not gonna freak out as much about it. It's like, oh well, well, I kind of, I kind of was here already. Um, it's almost like you're forcing yourself into a deja vu situation. Yeah, so you've already gone okay. through. I've already gone through it. You've I've, already seen your hand getting raised. Like you can visualize all that. And, yeah, I, yeah. And I've seen myself being put in a deep submission. I've seen myself get knocked on my butt and have to get back and fight back. Right, right. I've, I've seen myself get my butt kicked for four rounds and then I turn it around in the fifth round. And you just have to be prepared uh, for anything that might come up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you do like any kind of meditation or like you said, visualization, any kind of meditation or anything? My like meditation comes from high intensity cardio. Right, people so, can meditate running, yeah, different ways. So like, yeah. yeah, because like when you get to the point where you're exhausting yourself, there's just you and your breath, like especially on the aerodyne bike. Oh, this aerodyne bike workout. You're so exhausted that if you let your mind wander to go somewhere else, like you're gonna think about being tired. So like all you can do is just think about in out in yeah. out. uh and then sometimes you know i'll have my my numbers that i want to hit because i want to keep that pace so like it's just focusing on the breath and focusing on that number so you just visualize the number and then uh if i really want to get fancy with it I'll, i can get myself into visuals i visualize visualizing the the fight and sequences in the fight while i'm doing that hard cardio um but yeah it's one of the best ways for me to meditate i also do um Anything that I call lateral drift, anything that can initiate lateral drift is where you occupy your body, your, your hands in, the, in kind of
kind of your forebrain, but then your your uh, your your back brain is allowed to kind of like just go where it needs to. So I, yeah. I do uh, like some uh, um, sculpting, sculpting with my uh, I have a Dremel and I carve stones or okay. whatever. So like kind of that takes some time. So like I'm I'm doing something simple that doesn't take a lot of thought, and it just allows me to kind of zone out and transcend somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. If you could, there's people out there who say like, if you get in like into the quantum theory realm kind of things, like they say, if you can uh, imagine a future, like a manifestation, then it's already existed somehow in a quantum world. Mm -hmm. So then it's just a matter of you putting the steps forward to make that reality become real. So yeah. I don't know how much you believe in that stuff, but <laughs> I mean, there's definitely something to it. I don't know if that means there is another universe that right. existed yeah. because I thought that. But like, no, I mean, that's, it's planning. It's part of our evolution as a species is that that's what kind of separates us from other beings is that we can plan for the future. We can say, Hey, if I, I put these nuts away and hide them, you know, right. I, I can do something with them later. If I don't eat this stuff right now and I save it, I'll have it later to eat later. So, um, you know, even some of the ideas behind religion and sacrifice, you know, the idea that I can sacrifice some of this now in order to reward myself with other good things later. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was looking, um, on some stuff online the other day and I was just watching some MMA news stuff and Rory's coach doesn't seem to have high opinion mm. of you very much. That, that son of a bitch is a cheater, blah, 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 this and that. I'm like, <laughs> why? Uh, yeah. I, it it sounds like he's getting an excuse for his fighter if he loses and it's like, Oh, well he was doing something. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, it sounds like it, but I, I don't know. He and his bonnet. I don't know what his deal is. Do you, do you pay attention to that shit or you just kind of shut that out? Don't, yeah, don't before care. a fight, just don't like, want that yeah, in your head. You can't go through your life caring what other people think. Yeah. You know, you're your own uh, judge and jury. You got to live with yourself. Uh, I've, I've talked a lot about that period of my life yeah. a bit in my, my, uh, my live streams. I do a, something I call the shake break. Yeah. I do live streams just about every day. I'm going to start doing them in a, a podcast form too so i can put them up and people can listen to the audio nice, nice. i just got to get around to doing it um but yeah i've been really open with it so it's kind of old news to me and uh i really don't care what uh other people are saying about me yeah, right, <laughs> there's, right. there's seven and a half billion people in the world like you're not going to get very far if you care what people think yeah yeah like i don't know the the details of that whole situation or scenario but for me personally i used to drive race cars every weekend we cheated every night. <laughs> we were there to fucking win. You know what I mean? You got your rules. That's fine. Okay, great. But I'm there yeah, to win. So yeah, I uh, no, I I, uh, I rationalized to myself after getting cut with the UFC that you know it was it was a good idea to do what everybody else was doing. Yeah. And it was just it was a disaster. The whole process was a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't see any benefit from it. Yeah. I saw more of a uh, deterrent because. You know, I was must have been doing something wrong. There was a lot of pain from injections, and I, I, yeah, I was not I was not yeah. better for doing it. Yeah. I had I looked better. I could eat whatever I wanted to. I could rip, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. We used to we used to race out there, and and I can't prove it, but everybody was cheating because it was funny. Like at the last race of the season, we're all sitting in the pits drinking beers, bullshit, whatever. Because we were friends, we'd help each other out. We're competitive, mm -hmm. but you know, if someone's car broke down, we'd go over and help them so they get in the race and stuff. So. It was competitive, but it, it was friendly. And then after, <laughs> after the last race of the season, I was sitting in the pits and everybody's popping their hoods. Like, yeah, I was doing this. I was doing that. Like, you son of a bitch. But <laughs> that's what people do. You're competitive. You want to win. But everybody's different. Um, so 
I got a random question for you. Zombie apocalypse. What's your weapon of choice? I'm going to go with shotgun. Um, yeah, but you're going to run out of ammo and it's loud. So you're going to draw attention. So I've got, I've got a recurve, uh, bow and, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll go with that first, um, yeah, just because it's quiet. Well, to, see, there's a guy in The Walking Dead who's got the crossbow. Daryl. Crossbow, yeah. See, that just doesn't seem like the reload time. The reload and time would be, like, yeah. wouldn't be very efficient. So you'd opinion. need, I'd, so yeah, so I think you'd need uh, something more ranged and powerful, like a shotgun, assault rifle. I think assault rifle. Assault rifle. I have a I have a blackout 300. What is that? 300 blackout. It's a uh, it's built like AR, but it shoots um shoots the ak-47 round okay but it has the ar magazine so it's like gotcha. the, the larger bullet in the smaller um shell so it's like a modified shell and it's it's really fun to shoot because like I when bet. you hit the target it's like you hear the like boom you hear that that lead hit the hit the hit the metal hard yeah, yeah. so it's a uh, california legal so it kind of sucks but like you can get it with a shorter barrel and a suppressor and like, it's like barely, you barely hear it. Yeah, and then you hear the, this, the sound of the lead hitting is a lot harder than the, than the, uh, yeah. than the, the, whatever the shot of the bullet. And then you can get, you can play with the grain of the bullet. So you can go close range more for uh, close quarters, or you can go lighter grain and shoot, shoot further. Yeah, so yeah. you can kind of get two in one with the same rifle. Yeah. yeah, I was so, gonna ask you. So if you... I think that would be my my zombie apocalypse one because then you can get you get stopping power close, but then you can also have range enough range to snipe at the same time, and yeah. you can get the suppressor on it, and you're really in business. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask you if you're a pro gun because that's something that in my life is just recently I'm like I haven't done anything for preparedness or I mean just for natural disasters like I'm going full bore prepper, but like I don't I didn't even thought about that like you know we just, have an earthquake and like. Especially right food, here. The food supply, yeah, there's so many people around. The food supply is going to be gone within a week or two. We can't get stuff in. So, that's yeah, it makes me nervous in the apartment. Like, I had a house with a garden before. At least I could grow something. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I have ammo. <laughs> Just, yeah. I got ammo. I can go and uh, I can get what else I need if I have the ammo. Yeah, yeah, that's something I need to start focusing on. I mean, I think we have water at our house, but just like, just for like a natural disaster or emergency because I'm gone on the road four days out of the week for my job. So if something happens, my wife and kids don't have anything on hand. So, so I have, uh, like I have some like uh, filter straws. So like, uh, like filter oh, you're right, 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 right. And then um, I need to get that. Like you can buy little survival packs. Like a bug out bag and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. You well, they'll have like, you know, dried food and different things. And oh, right. You can, they have them for sale and I've seen certain places. Yeah. Pick it up online and, and then you're ready one week, two week, whatever, just in case. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's something I need to focus on. Um, now, after, do you do anything special for, um, after training for, like, recovery? Do you do any, like, alternative stuff, like acupuncture? Do you must do anything of that stuff? Uh, uh, crystals, you lay with crystals on top of you or anything weird? The most important thing for recovery is rest. So uh, I try to do my best to get, you know, anywhere from 25 to 45-minute nap after my lunch, so I have a training at noon, we eat lunch, and then I, I try to force myself to lay down and just take a nap. Uh, you're going to get more out of that rest time than, than just about anything else. But a lot of people skip it. Oh, I got more. I got stuff to do. I have this to do. You just make yourself get the rest. Make yourself lay down. Close your eyes. Even if you don't fall asleep, close, close your eyes. Just lay right, down. Right. You can do some of your visualization. Um, 
even maybe you could you could read that that's maybe permissible but just don't move for like 30 minutes to an hour yeah and then um i do this camp i did once a week i had a a physical therapist come over to the house and she would do two hour workout she would stress me stretch me and then um you know uh, work out the the muscles and issues that i was having yeah you must run with like colonics or enemas, any of that kind of stuff. I or? never, never did the uh, colonic. Never did enemas at all. Um, I have done, uh, you know, like work in the sauna can be good. Um, the far red and infrared saunas, the uh, the cryotherapy, the freezing, yeah, yeah. I think can be good too. But I think you have to have access to it. Where, like, with all the stuff I read about the cryotherapy is they did. 10 days or 20 days in a row consistency yeah, yeah consistency so like you don't have the consistency or the access or the money to go every single day i, I don't know if you're really getting that much out of it so right, right um you know cold showers can help a little bit help with help with uh inflammation, um, inflammation yeah. and cortisol levels so that can be good yeah how do you how do you do your diet are you do you try to do like plant-based or anything or are you just no, I, I tried the vegan thing uh, years ago, and it was, it was kind of a disaster. It didn't work, yeah. Uh, That's weird. Some, for some people, it works. Some people, it doesn't. I think your energy output and what you're doing matters. Right. So for me, like fighting and training as much as I was, I needed muscle mass. Uh, so I was, that was one of the problems. Is I thought it worked right away because I, I changed my diet a lot. But like, I'd quit eating – uh, processed foods. That process, yeah, right? yeah. So I started more, more organic and more vegetables, more whole foods. And that switch is what probably was the good benefit. But then after a point, I started just losing mass and losing size. And then I started getting injured. And then uh, it became too overwhelming to go to the store every two days to get fresh food because yeah. stuff would get raw and or, or rotten. Um, and then you got to graze and eat all day long. So like, you had to get the calories in. Yeah, yeah it's hard to get the calories in, and then you had to start having kids, and then that became difficult to to prepare their separate food, and then ours. Yeah, yep. And then eating all day, and then it was just like a handful, and then I, I started just losing too much weight and then craving meat too much, so I started eating four ounces of meat on the on the weekend, and then uh, that stemmed into my weekday vegan thing, which lasted a few months, which lasted a while, a little bit, uh, where I would be free to eat whatever meat I wanted to on the weekend. And that worked pretty well for a while, but I still wasn't, you know, where I am right now. And I went back to eating normal, but I was eating all whole foods again. Yeah. So I was eating the meat and the whole foods and my weight went back up, but then sometimes I get a little bit pudgy and then I'm dying 210 hit at the board. That, that's a danger zone. 210 is danger zone. Yeah. It starts getting too, too far away from 170. So then I, you know, I'm ballooning up a little bit in between fights up to two, two, uh, two ten, and that that wasn't good. So then I started 2016. I started more of a bodybuilding diet, which was more meals throughout the day. So I started eating six meals a day. And this is the diet I've been on since. Uh, I've changed a little bit around with increased fat and lower carbs, but um, you know, I eat six meals a day and two of them were shakes. So uh, that I found the most most beneficial because I could get the protein in, uh, lifting weights, keep my mass high, keep my body fat low. So my body composition was great. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get too ballooned up. Um, you know, I barely would get past 205 ever. I was usually around low 200 or 199. And um, I just felt better. Energy levels were good. 
and then I could I could get cheap meals here and there on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. That just it just worked a lot better for me. Yeah, you mess around some supplemental stuff like. I started. I was having a lot of neck problems. Uh, so ever since like 2011, I started having a lot of neck problems. Yeah, I got and, that too from driving. Just too much driving. But. Uh, and then there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I mean, just like posture. Just thinking about it, I already corrected my posture. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, oh. because like you gotta you gotta pull that, that you know the subscapes back and down, and then uh, because we get rounded here, and that's bad for the disc. Yeah. Everything. So just correcting the that's just one of them. And then um, so like I, I started working with this guy uh, William Vandry. Uh, he's out of Austin, Texas, and um, he gave me a list of supplements and exercises and stuff to start doing to fix my neck because I was about ready to be done and retired because I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. My my hand was tingling numb all the time. I was I had a number of uh, bulging discs. I had to get a couple quarter zone shots in my in my spine, <laughs> you know, and uh, I just I just was tired of that and. Started working with him. He started having me eat the, eat coconut oil. I ate a spoonful mm-hmm. of coconut oil every day. Uh, he put me on a long list of supplements, and uh, my health started coming back. And the idea is that your body can heal itself. Exactly. You just, you just have to get out of the damn way. Yeah, yeah. You, have, you have to provide. We have to provide the resources. So it's like you can't tell a bunch of builders to build a house, and then you don't give them any any nails. You don't give them any wood. Yeah. How, how are they going to do it? Like they have the capability of building the house, but you have to give them the supplies to do it. So that was, that was a part of what the supplementation was that he was doing was he was giving my body the ability to heal itself. He was giving it the supplies. Yeah. Yeah. I think the problem just within society in general is just obviously one, eating the wrong foods and eating way too much of the wrong foods. Eating the wrong foods, eat way too much of the wrong foods. And then we're bombarded with so many chemicals and pollutants that we don't ever rid from our body that, mm-hmm. that block, um, to block nutrient absorption and that was that was one of the things that he had me do was like with coffee he had me stop drinking coffee an hour before and after meals because there's fiber in the coffee and then you drink that and it binds the nutrients and then right, right, right. you pass it through your system uh he had me you know i stopped with the chocolate uh, protein powder i have unflavored unsweetened it's gross but <laughs> it, it doesn't have anything extra in it protein powder because the protein powder too like the, the, the fiber from the chocolate is going to bind to your nutrients and you're going to pass it through your system. So you're, you're wasting money. You're, you're not getting what you need out of it. Um, I was eating a lot of brown white rice for a while. Same thing. Brown rice has a shell. It, it's fiber that binds to your uh, nutrients and then you pass them through your body. And then he started having me take some things that would, would uh, clear out the heavy metals and um, oh, yeah. filtered water and putting this uh, Alchemax, I think, droppers in there and I would put uh, the, the like a binder, salt the binder or something. Yeah, so you really, because a lot of times the filtered water has, it's dead water. It has all the nutrients and minerals filtered out of it. Right. So you got to you gotta put it back in now. That's, that's, yeah, I know. It's just, that's society's living. You can't just, yeah, you can't just drink normal water and have minerals because we have to filter it first and then the filtering process strips everything you need out of it. So you got to put that back in. Yeah, yeah, it's, we live in crazy times, dude. Yeah, just the the shit that we're doing. And... Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm I'm convinced that the stuff that he's been having me on works because I felt it for myself, and then I just I don't know. I feel like uh, he had me start taking this, this stuff called uh, oh man, what's it? Zinc balance, and it's a balance of zinc and copper. And I was taking it for a while, and then people started noticing that that my gray hair was going away. 
and he was like, oh, that's because of the zinc balance. Shit, I need some of that. <laughs> You're pointing your big. Oh, so I'll show it to you. Uh, but the idea is that you, we need zinc in our body, but if we have too much zinc in our body, it, it will pull the copper out. And then copper supposedly is responsible for the pigment in our hair. Okay. So if we're putting zinc in our body and it could, you know, body needs zinc, it could be not balanced with the copper. So you're, you're pulling it out of your body. So right, right. it could lead to grayer hair earlier. Yeah. It could also be a lot of genetics too, but like I, I had a definite notice of, of gray, especially in the beard of going away. <laughs> yeah. Just show me that. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to start getting close to wrapping this up. Um, so I didn't do my due diligence as a, a podcast uh, interviewer person because I didn't realize you had a book that just came out recently. And so it would have been good on my part to get the book and read it. So I kind of talked to you about it. But so what was the catalyst for this this book that just came out? Because um, it was some journals or something you had, right? Yep, and I started talking. keeping journals in uh, 2000. Your diary. Oh, you got, a, you got a diary journal? You got a diary, yep. Um, I had a coach who, head coach at Purdue, gave us all a journal if we wanted one and said, this would be a workout journal. This is really good for accountability. Write down your workouts, keep track of things, keep track of your weight, keep track of what you're eating, that type of stuff. So I did that for a summer because I had a really bad, I had a really bad season and it helped. It really helped. It got me on track, kept me accountable. And um, when the next season started, I kind of put it away because I kind of had developed such good habits training habits and behavioral habits from that, from that, from that accountability, they kind of put it away and forgot about it. But then when I was in grad school, um, I found a, I stumbled across it again. I was getting ready to move to California and I was like, you know what, I should, I should start documenting this, start you know, writing these things down. And, and it worked so well for me last time. Um, you know, I really wanted to commit myself to, to martial arts and this whole journey because it was, nobody had really know, knew what was going on. Yeah, I was yeah. making money at it. I was fighting for hundreds of dollars. But I wanted to just commit myself to it just because I felt like I was on this adventure living a real life like movie. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like video game. So you're gonna you're gonna drive across the country and travel and and, and uh study martial arts and fight in different countries and, yeah. and I was like, Man, that's that's really cool. I should I should document this because, you know, it might be a good story someday. And then I decided to uh to share it recently because I, I wanted to go through the journals again and kind of reconnect with that mindset and that attitude that i had before like you know i was poor struggling You're hungry yeah hungry and i just loved what i was doing i, I was probably the happiest time of my life is that that first couple of years that i moved to california um you know sunny most of the time like was, <laughs> you know the beach was a half hour away and me and my english bulldog it was just um it was a great time so i wanted to kind of reconnect with that and then i had been through so much in the last you know six years or so and probably more yeah six years or so and um i had dealt with depression and other things and i kind of wanted to just kind of re-examine my life and then see if i could find where things kind of went wrong and then right, right. if i could find a, a an a, you know kind of find answers and just maybe a common thread or a theme going yeah, through everything yeah kind of turned into uh, therapy for me basically and i was like well you know there's a lot of probably other people who have similar uh, experienced similar things so like yeah so other people might be able to read this stuff and and and, uh and learn something from it at the same time so i can benefit from it i can maybe help other people with it so i I just started doing it and uh have book one out failing upward death by ego and then it's going to be in a series because i have four journals that i intended to to share i have a fifth one that's just started recently and um 
Yeah, it's a lot of work to do. I I bet, yeah, because yeah, the second book is not even really started. But uh, I need to force myself to just sit down and, and yeah. write. But this, yeah. it seems like the summer is going to be all about fights because the next fight, uh, I win this fight. The next fight is June 14th. and then Oh, is it that quick? Oh, wow. Yeah, six weeks. And then the next fight is supposed to be, the final is supposed to be in September. So it's going to be bang, bang, bang fights. So this year, it may be difficult to get the book out. Yeah. But it'll be all right because I win the tournament. I'll have some money to like just sit and uh, and write afterward. Yeah. So um, when you do win this fight, mm-hmm. so who's next on the, the list? Who do you? Who do you... Uh, Neiman Gracie won his uh, fight in the tournament, so he's he's uh, waiting for the winner of this one. Okay. Now you just said something I gotta ask because my my son wanted me to ask. You said something about video games. So you got scanned into a video game, right? Aren't you on the yep. UFC? Yep. So how did that work? How did that? Is, did they do like a facial scan? Is that, is that what they did? Or? Uh, the first one, it was like they 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 scanned the face and they took pictures of all the tattoos and stuff. And then the next, the second one, they had a full body. Is this another thing you didn't get paid for? You got fifty bucks for this too? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, we didn't. I got fired for this the first one. Oh shit! Because they wanted they wanted my uh, identity. They wanted the rights to my identity and image for eternity for no money. <laughs> and I was like, I said, no, I was like, can we change it to 20 years? Cause I don't know what's going to go on in 20. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen in 20 years. And they fired me. It was right after the GSP fight. Wow. And then, yeah, that was a whole ordeal. And uh, yeah, they ended up giving us like a little bit of money as a thank you, but it wasn't an official payment. I think now they might be paying them, yeah. but it's still not, it's not like in the NFL, they have, they, they have, they talk about their Madden checks because they get a, a, a good piece of, of you know, the players are going to make 50% of that because it's their identities. They're the ones that people are buying the, the game for. Yeah. Where's my Mayweather money, man? Where's your, where's your UFC paper? Where's your UFC, uh, whatever, video game money? Yeah. Was it a fun process, though? I mean, just doing it? Uh, it was cool. But, yeah, it was still, you know, it stung at the same time. It's because, like, yeah, you're in a video game. You're doing this stuff. But at the same time, you're not being paid for it. Yeah. I mean, it's. I can't believe it's it. exploitative yes yeah <laughs> like so, they're 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 saying oh we're, we're giving you the opportunity to make us a bunch of money by us using <laughs> mama sita needs new shoes yeah, so where's like, that money yeah it's just it's not american it's not american it's not a free market we deserve to uh be paid market value for our worth yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know you know like i'm not gonna whine and complain be like pay me more pay me more i'm gonna say i should have the right to earn my market value yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, we'll get you out of here. One last question. So your fight Saturday, yeah. um, mentally prepared. I mean, I'm gonna ask a typical MMA question. Yeah. So how was your camp? You prepared? You ready? You... Camp was great. Uh, I feel ready, um, mentally ready. My mind is mostly on weight right now. You know, it's like I drink a little bit more coffee this week because I don't want to think about my meals. Uh, I go from six meals down to three meals, then I cut out the carbs up until uh, after weigh-ins. Because the weigh-ins Friday. Friday morning. Friday morning. And then. And I'll start eating again when I reintroduce the carbs. I'll jack uh, another one of the like bodybuilding things. But um, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. I, I have uh, I'll cook some meal. I cook some meat and some stuff tonight uh, for the rest of the week. And then uh, I have cardio tonight. More of a weight loss cardio. I'll put sweats on and get out over here. And I can I can see SAP out the window. You know, as I'm uh, nice. as I'm doing my nice. cardio. So the work's done, the mental work's done, the physical work's done, and now it's just... It's party time. Just make the weight, have fun. Awesome. Now, are you friendly with Rory at all, you guys? I don't know him. I don't know. No. You know, I mean, seems nice enough. You know, 
said hello slightly when we, we mm-hmm. had a stare off or whatever. But like I don't, you know, I don't put too much into the other guy. He's just a body. Uh, it's more of a fight with myself. You watch a lot of tapes of their 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 fighting. Just uh, I watch get... a little bit, but I think people over. It changes so much. It. Yeah, you could be anticipating well, something they did a couple of years ago, and like their the style is completely different the now. Same, so, yeah. Well, I mean, it, when you're fighting, you need to focus on what you need to do. Right. Instead it's not of, so much about reactionary. Yeah. Things are too fast to be reactionary. Set the pace. You put them in your world, and and you make them adjust to you. That's the way I've done things my whole career, and that's, you know, pretty much every fight it's gone that direction. Uh, you just, I don't know. It's not a good idea to sit and wait for people. It's, it's giving them too much an opportunity to get off or to create momentum. Right, Take right. the momentum, seize the momentum, and keep it. Right, right. Awesome, dude. Well, I wish you the best of luck, man. Awesome. So, now this one's not going to be on Spike, right? So how it's do people? Zone. So okay. You need the uh, you need the uh, it's a subscription service. You can get the app or go online to uh, do a search for Dazone. Okay. D A Z N, and uh, you pay monthly. But they have Bellator. They have uh, um, another uh, South American fight company signed with them. They do a lot of boxing on there. Uh, Canelo, I think, is signed with signed with them. So mm-hmm. you can see the Canelo fight. I think next weekend okay i think that is and then uh they also just did a deal with major league baseball so there's going to be a lot of baseball games on that too (laughs) (laughs) i don't watch a lot of baseball but i am i get the opportunity to go i'm supposed to be going to the a's game tomorrow morning to draw the first pitch oh nice nice i don't i i haven't thrown a baseball in a long time you're probably more nervous about that yeah (laughs) because i don't want to like not yeah i don't want to not get it to the plate i don't want to hit the ground I i hope i get a few a few tries first uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 90 feet is that's pretty far oh yeah it's not yeah, a yeah. small amount of space yeah. all right all right and maybe i'll just aim at the uh, mascot on purpose yeah do something funny <laughs> and so your books on amazon they can amazon, get that on amazon yeah. uh, by john fish joan uh failing upward death by ego and is that documentary still out there somewhere yes it's on amazon prime is it okay uh, such great heights Okay, so cool. you can you can check that out. Actually, I got some posters. I can give you a poster if you want. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Actually, I asked about that last time we met. Uh, it hadn't come out yet. You're like, I don't know. I'm still, still around. Yeah, well, that we learned a hard lesson in uh, in entertainment businesses. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So yeah. we should have just put the movie out with the video footage that we wanted and let them sue us. Right, and that right. way it was already out there. And then they would take the fee through litigation. Right, rather right, than right. us asking to pay for it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, we want to buy these two minutes of video from you we should have just used it and let them sue us for it and that would have been the way we got the yeah, footage yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the in the video so like yeah live and learn sweet and then people want to follow you the best way is instagram uh instagram john underscore fitch underscore smash uh johnfitch.net on twitter and i have a youtube channel official john fitch where they can uh come in and stop by the shake breaks my live streams and um Ask questions. I answer a, lot, answer a lot of questions. Talk to a lot of people. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. Right, Good thanks. luck. Oh, I also have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash John Fitch, where I have technique videos, and sometimes I'll put my blog posts and stuff up there. Uh, you can check out. Sweet. Awesome. See you. All right. That's it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with John Fitch. Awesome dude. Uh, if you guys are interested, if you want to connect with me, uh, got a comment or what have you, 
you can send that to rawfoodfootsoldier at gmail.com. And if you're feeling frisky and you want to support the podcast, you can go to my PayPal account, which is paypal.me forward slash rawfoodfootsoldier. All right, that's it, you guys. Until next time, have a good one. Be safe, be awesome, and I'll see you later. See ya. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.